0: Awareness is power and it could save your life. Welcome to our podcast, No Risks. I'm Heather and I'm Lee. We're two moms, a lawyer and a nurse who were brought together by a misfortune. Both our children were harmed by adverse drug reactions. The
1: purpose of this podcast is to educate people on the risk of any health
0: treatments you put in or on your body. We feel if we'd been properly informed and been our own experts, our children would not have been harmed.
1: In today's world, with medicines being incentivized for profits, you need to educate yourself. Know the risk of health treatments, and it could protect yourself and your loved ones from being harmed. Okay, so Lee, we haven't been able to, to chat lately, but I wanted to make sure that we caught up on a few things. So, we've had quite a few podcasts posted, um, have a few more coming up that are almost ready to go to post on the No Risk site. Um, I just, it was really striking to me, and I want to get your feedback on it too, but a, a theme that's come up even with um, some of the uh, experts in the field that we've had on. Um, has been this idea of just the acknowledgement um, after you have an adverse effect from a specific drug. Um, I just thought that was really, really, you know, important. I knew that from the struggle my family went through, um, more so the struggle my son went through, trying to get health providers to acknowledge it. Um, Unfortunately for me, that didn't become evident until after his death um, and just looking at the records and, and, and it being noted over and over again. Um, just kind of thought we would share some thoughts about that. And I know you went through that too with Charlie.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that um, the acknowledgement is a big problem, but more importantly, even once it's acknowledged, I didn't know for the longest time, and I had to do quite a bit of digging, where to report it. Because if people aren't reporting these symptoms um, or side effects, um, then there's no record. There's It's that reporting that actually will hopefully create change. I mean, that's what the process is supposed to be, the adverse um, drug reactions reported to, say, like the FDA, or in you know my scenario, it would, would have been Health Canada. Um, I think people don't know to do that. They're not informed to do that. And most often, it's my understanding that none of the physicians that we were dealing with actually reported it.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like a circular um, issue here because I don't think the, the um, duty to report should be on the patient. Certainly, if it's a minor adverse drug reaction and they're able to, yes, there should be more awareness on how to do that. But really, the responsibility for reporting should be on the health provider. And the health provider, if a health provider won't even acknowledge that the harm is connected to the drug um, and won't acknowledge the patient's complaints, and, you know, if you have a patient proffering this, I really believe everything to me correlates with this drug. I mean, how do you, it's just so Tough. That's why I know for in the United States with the FDA, the adverse event reporting through FAIRS, and then there's also a separate one for vaccines. But, um, you know, there's some projections by academics that it's for every one report, there's 10 more. There's other um, opinions in the field that it's much, much higher than that. Um, So I don't even know how you extrapolate that. It's just such a real issue.
0: Yeah. And my fear is um, it's only going to get worse because now with what's everything that's been going on in the last couple of years, um, you know, with doctors that are speaking out about side effects, you know, to do with some of the stuff with COVID and then being, um, you know, kind of like. Chastised or you know reprimanded for those kinds of things, people are going to be scared to report on any any side effects to do with any medication. It's only going to get worse.
1: Well, yeah. If it doesn't if, if it doesn't fit the mainstream kind of messaging, mm-hmm. um, it, it 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 will be difficult. I think there's even been some laws passed in the states where will, if you should divert from that the mainstream medical opinion, whatever that might be. We don't even know who comes up with that, I don't think, but that um, there's, you know, a lot of censoring uh, of Mm -hmm. that, which is just, it makes, it just makes it so difficult to have any type of reliable reporting system. And we heard from David Healy, the way the random control trials are set up for these drugs. We're not getting um, we're not we're not getting a reliable risk benefit analysis from that because it's looking at the benefit. Mm-hmm. It's looking at showing the drug benefits some you know, certain ailment and what gets lost in that is 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 any type of of harm that might be caused to get get to that benefit. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think too, I think we, we, you know, you just sort of said the onus should be on the medical professional, but, you know, similar to what we're sort of advocating as far as being your own expert, um, I really truly believe that people have to take these adverse reactions into their own hands and be the ones to figure out how to do this reporting. We should probably um, potentially just post on here or on our website um, the steps to take to report to report an adverse drug reaction because um, I think the onus is going to have to be on each individual or or there will be no record and then as a result, it will be very difficult to get dangerous drugs off the market um, without any kind of reporting.
1: Yeah, it just seems so unfair because you, you have consumers, patients, um, they're given a drug, they're not made aware of any type of risk benefit mm-hmm. analysis. And I do promote, that's you know, why we're doing this, promote being your own expert. But you know, my goodness, for people who are harmed by a drug, and then they're left to try to navigate and in, in many cases they're suffering horribly, like our children mm-hmm. were. Um, and their parents are trying to deal with it, it you know, in in your situation in terms of reporting Charlie was a minor and dealing with, you know, this devastation that's, that's created by these adverse effects. It just does not seem, it doesn't seem right. (laughs) And I think that's what really frustrates me and piled on top of that is a whole system. I mean, David Healy talked about the system from the top down, the, you know, industry, the pharmaceutical industry, the healthcare industry being violent. And that's, you know, this is just another way because we, we're not even, we can't even rely on, on the information that we're giving from our regulatory agencies, you know, it's so, yeah. and of course I'm referring to here in the United States, but it it's just so, it's so frustrating. And, you know, I, I know it hasn't um, been posted yet, but it's coming up soon. Um, Dr. Uh, Beatrice Gullum um, saying, you know, brilliant, brilliant doctor, brilliant researcher. She has manuscripts that talk about some of these adverse effects that can't even find homes in journals. So then there's this whole system blocking the peer review process that gets you to the level where you have some type of, you know, um, validity in regards to um, looking into these adverse effects and and how they happen and what's causing them. So there is just this real concerted effort, it appears from everything we've learned so far to really bury, Mm -hmm. um, you know, this information which is frightening. And I do, I mean, I think one of the ways to um, expose that is, you know, what we're trying to do through telling these stories and talking to, you know, different people who this has affected or who've worked in this field. But it is it is quite an uphill battle and it is quite a challenge. Yeah.
0: Um, I think that we have to sort of encourage people to sort of not give up hope try and use you know obviously the systems in place are not perfect um they're all that we have now and you know you and so many others that spoke at the fda and i know it was the same with the um, european medical association meeting that they had in i think it was like 2019. um, you know those did make change at least for the fluoroquinolones um, and the prescribing um, guidelines and black box warnings so you know, everything, there's, there's always a perfect, but I think that people do need to at least do the reporting um, for now, because it's just the one thing that can be done. And if we could encourage people to at least do that um, with their side effects, and you don't need, I guess the one point is you don't need a doctor's um, validation of what you think has happened. You can report it. And um, and then it will go on record, and it will hopefully be one of the numbers that, if there's enough, will create that change.
1: Yeah, and I think we need to we need to do that here. You're absolutely right. We should get that up on the website um, so those people who are, are following us or who turn in, tune in can ha- just really just stress the importance of that um, to make sure it happens. We could do our part in that, (laughs) right? Every little
0: bit counts.
1: Okay, perfect. Well, we've got some great podcasts coming up and I hope you'll join us to hear, um, tune in and hear some of them. And please, if you have a story to tell, reach out to our website. We have, um, a place where you can get in touch with us and, um, Be wonderful if you could do that and we could share some more of the stories out there of some others who have gone through um, some of the, the issues that Lee and I have. Thank you for joining us today on this episode of No Risk. And remember, being your own expert is the best way to prevent yourself or your loved one from
0: being harmed. And please join us for future podcasts and help support us by subscribing providing some feedback, and of course, giving us a five-star rating. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at No Risks, and check us out on our website at norisks.org, where you can read our stories, suggest future topics, and share your stories.